Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Now, 14-month-old Eve Kramer from Knock On has been given the title of Warrior Princess for her bravery and strength in the face of unimaginable adversity. Little Eve was born with an extremely rare skin condition. At uh, three months old, then, she was diagnosed with cancer, which is incurable. Eve's parents, Sabrina and Robbie Kramer, join me in the studio this morning to tell us about Eve's journey and their journey uh, with her Good morning to both of you. How are you doing this morning? morning? Sorry, it's in these circumstances that we're meeting and uh, chatting. Uh, First of all, can you just explain to listeners about Eve's skin condition? Yeah, so Eve was born um, after a normal pregnancy with a skin condition called congenital melanocytic nevi. um, And where I suppose nearly 70% of her body would be covered in moles or birthmarks. Um, it's a very rare condition. It's basically a mutation that can happen in a gene while a baby is developing in the womb, and there's no reason for it happening. It's just a it's just a random thing that can happen. Um, so obviously it was a shock for us at first when she was born because it's it's not something that can show up on a scan when you're pregnant. So it was a shock for us, and it was a shock for the the, the midwives in Limerick because they had never seen it before. And what sort of pregnancy was it? Perfectly normal. Um, there was no, there was no red flags. Um, I have a five-year-old girl as well, so I'm. Um, there was nothing abnormal with my pregnancy with Eve, so we didn't suspect anything. Mm. So that obviously made it all the more shocking, Robbie. Yeah, I mean, you're you're inside in the maternity, and uh, you're obviously very excited waiting your new baby, and. Uh, you know, straight away, obviously, because it's something on our skin, it's visual, so you're aware immediately that something wasn't right. What it was, we had no idea, you know, but I suppose myself and the midwives at the time were just trying to keep keep together a little bit, obviously, for Sabrina's sake, you know. Yes, I can imagine that. Given birth yeah. and, and, and pretty vulnerable time, so... Yeah. So, um... And talk to me about those initial minutes and hours then. Um, so it was just um, it was just a shock, really. We were asking, them, I remember asking the midwives questions about it, but they didn't really know themselves. But otherwise, Eve was Eve was well, um, so they didn't have any other concerns about her. But they wanted to send her down to the neonatal um, just for for monitoring, I suppose, because they just didn't know themselves what they were dealing with. Um, so I you know they were getting on the phones to different consultants to see if anyone knew anything about this and it was the next morning I think that we actually had a diagnosis you know one of the doctors knew what it was so um we had it had the diagnosis and they were talking about sending us up to Crumlin um for a dermatology review so at we were in Limerick for about five days and that we were sent straight up then to to Crumlin for further tests and and it was in those first few days we were just kind of trying to get our heads around it and, you know, how we were going to look after her and, you know, with such a, a visual difference on, on her skin, you know, how how would she cope with it when she was older and, you know, mm-hmm. you have all these things going on through your head. Um, it was only when we got to Crumlin that we realised that there was probably more serious things to, to worry about. 
was Eve in pain in those early days? She was actually not particularly because of her moles, but um, it can it can be something that happens with children born to a condition that they tend to be born with with open sores in different parts of their their uh, their anatomy. So uh, she was born with some sores, and uh, they were near her her let's say her her backside area. So in terms of uh, treating it, an area to try and keep clean, an area to try and dress. It was pretty stressful. Uh, nappy changes would have to be done every couple of hours uh, because of the stress and pain she was in. It could take up to 40 minutes, you know. So those first couple of weeks while that was trying to heal, which it did, which it did, we got there eventually. Those first couple of weeks now were, were pretty intense just focusing on that alone, you know. Mm. And and we didn't know the gravity of anything else at that stage. Because, you know, um, as you know, um, having a child, you go through so much. There, uh, there's an emotional roller coaster when everything goes perfectly well. But yeah. you were facing something so different here. It must have been hugely traumatic for you as parents as well. Yeah, it was. Um, just to come to terms with everything in those first few weeks, um, while at the same time dealing... Um, as Robbie said, her bottom area was very sore in that first month and that was ex- extremely intense and stressful trying to trying to get that to heal properly. So um yeah, we it was it was very tough those first those first few months. It was only as I said when we got to Crumlin that we realised there was more serious things that could could happen with this condition and when they started talking about doing MRIs and um she had an MRI at at six um days old to check her her brain and her spine and they told us the day after that that Eve had this abnormal skin on the lining of her brain and her spine um so i mean we were we were just devastated really we didn't know what what implications that was going to have for her they they told us it it may or may not affect her development so and we were we were sent home soon after um to to look after her all along, you're just you're hoping for the best. I mean, people are giving you a, a scenario. They're saying, in best case scenario, it's this. Worst case scenario, it's this. And so you're holding out hope for the best case scenario in any of those situations. Fortunately, uh, with Eve, at every turn, it tended to be the worst case scenario. And that must make it so difficult to cope with. It, it makes it difficult to keep your hope for. You know, as I as I described to somebody before, tis tis like trying to climb a hill, and then you see a mountain behind the hill. And then you try and climb the mountain, and then you see a range of mountains. So it's pretty hard to stay positive, and we did for a long, long time. And to be honest, when we got the 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 the, the diagnosis about our cancer, that definitely knocked knocked us in the short term. But we've kind of accepted that now, all right. Talk to me about that. Well, um, we were always told. Well, not always, but after the original scans, we were told it was a possibility that um, that that skin could be malignant that it could be cancerous and uh, we had to be ready for the, the possibility of it and to look out for certain things like epilepsy and things like that that would indicate that. So at 10 weeks old, um, Eve developed hydrocephalus and started suffering from epileptic seizures as well. So we were brought up to Temple Street for an emergency uh, shunt operation to help relieve the hydrocephalus. And uh, that all went fine and um, hydrocephalus was was under control. Yeah, that that was under control at 10 weeks and we had got, got through that and at, when Eve was three months then we were at her outpatient appointment with her dermatologist and that's when she told us that um, 
it's likely that this abnormal skin that Eve has on the brain and spine is malignant. And if it is, that it's going to be very hard, difficult to treat. So um, we had kind of got over the, the hydrocephalus, the epilepsy. We were mm. staying some bit positive, but that just really knocked us. Mm, yeah, we're chatting to Sabrina and Robbie Kramer about their daughter Eve um, from Knock On and everything that you've been dealing with. Um, so where are we right now in terms of Eve's health? Um, so Eve, she started on um, a chemotherapy drug in May and she is on that. She takes it every day at home. It's an oral drug. Um, Eve at the minute is doing okay. She's She has... Um, had some complications during the summer in relation to her shunt. It's it became blocked, and then his, the site became infected, and so we spent a good bit of time during the summer up in Temple Street. Um, it's with her condition, we're very aware that it's likely her shunt will block again. That's what they've told us. Um, so we're always looking out for any signs of that. Um, but Eve day to day is very happy, very lovable child. Um, you just wouldn't realise looking at her what everything no. she's going through. You just you just wouldn't know she, she tough. she's very tough. She gets on with it and she just wants to to play and she's just very happy. She's happy, yeah, she's yeah. happy. We know here from um, Live ninety five's helping Limerick Children Initiative and one of the beneficiaries is Cleanus, um, and they have really taught us this year about as well as the emotional strain, uh, as well as looking after you know, a child and another child in uh, your case, for example, there's also huge financial strain. There's huge organisational strain in a family, isn't there? Uh, well, there is. I mean, uh, the biggest thing in that regard with us at the moment is our housing situation. We're living in a, in a, a kind of a temporary housing situation. We, we had bought a house three years ago uh, with the view to fixing it up and doing it and obviously, you know, moving forward with family life and uh, we were staying somewhere temporarily to, to allow us to get money together to do all that. Um, of course, now it's Sabrina having to, to give up her work as a nurse in the regional um, to become full-time carer for Eve. You know, with we, we very little options financially. You can't, I'm self-employed, going to a bank for any sort of refinancing or anything like that is almost impossible. So we were kind of stuck, to be quite honest. You know, where we were wasn't entirely suitable to have a child with immunocompromised um, health situation and, um, and and our house was, was lying idle, you know. So uh, there's been a lot of fundraising going on. Um, Sabrina's brother, a couple of months ago, set up a GoFundMe page to help us. It's gone very, very well. People have been incredible all over the world. People have, have donated um, there's been lots of local fundraisers. There's a, a fundraising committee made up of family and friends that have been have been pushing and and trying their best and and people have been incredible. You know, it's 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 been amazing the response. What's the money being used for that's raised? Well, well, at the moment, obviously some of the money will be used obviously for Eve's care in general and up and down to Dublin, etc. And um, but we're trying to get some money together to get the house done. And there's a group of guys um, who had worked on DIYS, DIY SOS project in uh, near Dundrum and Tipperary recently and they've contacted us in the last couple of weeks and they've offered their services free of charge, tradespeople, etc. and builders have offered their services free of charge to come and actually work on the house. Um, so that's where the big push is at the moment fundraising-wise and help-wise and from the public-wise is to, to try and get all that off the ground and get running. 
Will you require anything specific in the house now for Eve? Um, well, it's there's a lot of unknowns with with Eve. Um, it is a, a possibility that she will require a wheelchair um, for her mobility. We're, we just we don't know really at this stage. So, um, in terms of planning our house, we're trying to make sure we're prepared for every eventuality. So, just some gr- ground floor um, access and a wet room bathroom for her um, and just a proper bathing facilities for her skin. Her skin requires, um, you know, a constant monitoring and care. So we just need to make sure that we have everything set up properly for her. And so we're trying to, we're busy trying to do that and make sure we get everything right. Now, it's obvious from your Facebook post that you thought long and hard about going public with all of this, Sabrina. Yeah, yeah. Um we wondered for a long time whether we should, but um, I just came to the conclusion one day that I was just I was just going to do it because we got me especially I just got so anxious about going out um, and meeting people because lots of people knew that there was there was stuff going on with Eve. They knew she was kind of unwell, but very few knew the full extent of it. And I was afraid to be out meeting people and having to explain that to them and. Um, not really sure how I would hold up and so I just felt like putting it out there publicly everyone would understand better and and so it would just make it easier for us and our family. Has it made it more or less difficult for you that you're a nurse? Um, Both I suppose and in ways it's made it um, in ways it's made it tougher uh, because I sometimes you're looked on as maybe a nurse and not as the mother, um, and you know they've kind of given you extra responsibility sometimes in looking after her, especially I think in those first few weeks, as with her nappy changes, um, it was pretty much left left to me to to do it while we were in the hospitals. I suppose they just knew I was a nurse and that I could do it, but in ways then. I was glad I could could do it and I could do that for her and I could get her home sooner because I could do it, I could look after her at home. Um, so, yeah, in ways it's been it's been good, but in other ways, um, maybe not so much. No, um, we all know that you never know what's around the next corner. So what's Eve's journey likely to be like have you any sense nobody can actually tell you there's it's a very very rare condition uh, because it affects the brain and spine and central nervous system potentially um it, it affects everybody differently um i mean there's there's children that have died before their first birthday there's children that have lived to the age of 10 um in america um and literally anything in between as sabrina said earlier we've no idea Will she need wheelchair access? Because obviously mobility could be affected. She could have suffered something with with her spine, as you say, and that's where it could start affecting her. You really don't know. Um, uh, I mean, the, even the drug that she's on, they've told us they'll, they'll never even know if the drug is working or not. It's just literally just leave it up to chance that hope and hope that it does. And uh, and you're trying to buy time, really, you know. Mm. Well, she certainly deserves the title Eve Warrior Princess anyway. How can listeners, because listeners are very generous to be fair, yeah. help? Um, so Eve has her own um, Facebook page. It's called Eve the Warrior Princess. 
and we put up all her up- updates on that and the GoFundMe page is called Eve the Warrior Princess so if anyone wants they can donate on that and the the group of uh, people that are helping us with our house they're called Trade Aid Tipperary so you can find them on Facebook as well and they're looking for donations of um, materials or you know any trades people that want to get involved can get on to them um, just any any help in any way is is very much appreciated Okay, well listen, thank you very much for coming in. Never an easy thing uh, to talk about, uh, but do stay in touch with us and let us know how Thanks. you're getting on and all we can do is keep our fingers crossed for all of you, particularly uh, for uh, Eve. Um, oh, just one final question. What age is she right now? Eve is 14 months. 14 months now, okay. Thank you to Sabrina and Robbie uh, Kramer from Nogan for telling us their remarkable story. Thank you. Thank you. Call Limerick today now on 461995.